And so, as we talk about the, sec- uh, the second week or the second part of our unchanging series, we will look again into the life of Isaac. And we will see that today, Isaac would have the same failures that his father had done in the past. He may have gotten the faith of Abraham, but he was also repeating his uh, Abraham's failures in his own life. But because God is an unchanging God, he still fulfills the promise given to Abraham through his son Isaac. Because God is faithful, even if we are faithless, God is going to continue what He started in you. That's the truth. And so we will look into His faith again, the, uh, the faith of Isaac, and how at, at a moment of obedience, God had actually blessed him. All right. This was our message last week. Remember this? Okay, can you read this with me, everyone? Faith is formed in us, not simply by instruction, but, but by, by having it lived out and demonstrated, demonstrated before, before us. So we know that Isaac developed this faith by looking at his father Abraham. He was following on his faith. And he came to that place of having a personal faith as well. And that's the goal that we have even for our children. Those of you who are parents here, you want your children to have their personal faith in God when the time comes. But let us remind us that they are looking up to us right now. But they will also be looking at our failures, just like what we're going to talk about today. Well, you don't want your kids to experience or do the same failures you did in the past. But of course, it's going to be their personal decision as well to, to follow what they want in their lives. And so we're going to focus on the blessing of obedience. Now we will see the difficulties that Isaac had to go through. But then at the end, God would always prove himself faithful and true. We will read a, a lengthy scripture today. So I want you to stand up with me as we read God's word. Let's read it first in English and then in Tetun. Read all together. A severe famine now struck the land, as had happened before in Abraham's time. So Isaac moved to Gerar, where Abimelech, king of the Philistines, lived. The Lord appeared to Isaac, do not go down, and said, do not go down to Egypt, but do as I tell you. Leave here, as a foreigner in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. I hereby confirm that I will give all these lands to you and your descendants. 
just as I solemnly promised Abraham, your father. I will cause your descendants to become as numerous as the stars of the sky. And I will give them all these lands. And through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. I will do this because Abraham listened to me and obeyed all my requirements, commands, decrees, and instructions. So Isaac stayed in Gerar. When the men who lived there asked Isaac about his wife, Rebekah, he said, She is my sister. He was afraid to say, She is my wife. He thought, They will kill me together because she is so beautiful. But sometime later, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out his window and saw Isaac caressing Rebekah. Immediately, Abimelech called for Isaac and exclaimed, She is obviously your wife. Why did you say she is your sister? Because I was afraid someone would kill me to get her from me. Isaac replied, How could you do this to us? Abimelech explained. One of my people might easily have taken your wife and slept with her. And you would have made us guilty of great sin. Then Abimelech issued a public proclamation. Anyone who touches this man or his wife will be put to death. When Isaac planted his crops that year, he harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted. For the Lord blessed him. He became a very rich man and his wealth continued to grow. He acquired so many flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle and servants that the Philistines became jealous of him. Isaac bahusu licença ba Abimelech, ema Filistin siranieli rai, atunia hela iha aldeia Gerar. Nia halo nune, tambanai maromak hatudu an ona bania dehan. Ola bele ba iha ejitu, hela iha rai nebe hausei hatudu ba o. Se o hela iha rai ne, hausei hamutu ko o. Ifo bensaun oi oin bao. How say aumenta onia gerasaun halo barak teptebes. Hanesan fitun ihalalehan. Ihau mo say fo bao ho onia gerasaun sira rai ne hotu. Lihusi onia gerasaun nasaun hotu ihamundu sehetan bensaun. Nune hau kumpri ona haunia promesa ho onia aman abraun. How halo buat siranehotu, tamba onya aman tuir ona haunya hakarak, haunya orden, haunya lei. Nune Isaac helalai ihajerar. Rebecca ne oin kapas teptebes. Kwandu ema ihafati ne harenia, sirahusu konabania. Maybe Isaac hatan. Rebecca haunya alin. Nia tauk senia dehan. Nia kaben, ema bele ohotinia, hodi hadautia Rebecca. Isaac hela kleur ona ihaneba, ihalorong ida liurai abimelek hateke husi janela, nia hare Isaac ho Rebecca hakuak malu ho rei malu hela. Entau nia haruka ema babolu Isaac mai, nia hatete, hau hatene lolos tia ona katak. Fetone onya kaben. Nusamak odehang onya alin. Isaac hatan. Amu liurai hau tau. Se hau dehan niya hau niya kaben. Keta halo be ema oho tia hau. Liurai hatan. Se ema ruma ihane. Maktoba hamutu ko onya kaben karik. O bele fosala Miami. Nusamak ohalo fali nune Miami. Ilurai Abimelech hatete baniarenyo tomak dehan. Imi hotu rona didiak. Semak brani bok emanen ya kaben. 
hau castigo matenia. Ia tempo ne Isaac halotos. Inia hetan fali ni resultado dalla atus ida. Tamba na imaroma foben saum bania. Nia riku aumenta barak babebe. Tonia sai riku bot. Nia karau bibi ho bibi malai aumenta barak. Inia ema mos barak. To ema filistin sira larang moras nia. Father in heaven. We thank you for your grace today for, uh, and wisdom for us to understand your words. Lead us, Holy Spirit. And as we understand your words, may we see your faithfulness in the life of Isaac. And may we, just like Isaac, trust you with all our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. That was a long story. But that's, that's a good one, right? I think uh, we are all, those of you who are foreigners here, we are getting better in reading that. <laughs> anyway. Every one of us, believers in the old and now, they still experience a lot of, uh, a lot of difficulties while here on earth. And when you look at the ch challenges that, that they had in the past, they're almost the same challenges that we have now. But growing in faith in God allows you to be able to face head-on these difficulties and challenges. Now you know that at this time, the story, Abraham is already dead. And so, Isaac is all by himself with his faith in the Lord. He had, a, he had a beautiful wife, Rebecca. And they wanted to continue living in the place where Abraham was before. But the problem is, there was a what? There was a famine in the land, a drought. There was no rain. And because of that, he has to look for a new place for his family. He doesn't have any child yet. Jacob and Esau were not born yet to Rebecca. Jacob Morris Rebecca. And they were living in this in this land. Not sure if this is uh, as clear to you as it is to me, but this is the land of Israel now, but it used to be Canaan. Canaan. And they were living somewhere in between here, in Hebron. Hebron. But the problem was, there was a famine in this place, so they had to move down to Gerar. Now, Ger Gerar is very near the nation of Egypt, the boundary of the nation of Egypt. But it is inside the land of the Philistines. And I'm going to show you another picture in a while. Look at this. So that's the actual land, okay? Of, uh, that's the actual land. They were, living, they were living here in this area, the Beersheba, and then they went to Gerar, which is very near. The, this is the Philippine, uh, Philistine territory, not Philippines, <laughs> all right? I think I want to go to the Philippines. And Tao Nanesan Pijes, Mika Katak, Sira Hela Uluki Birsiba, 
So he returned the next morning, Sarah, okay, to, to Abraham, knowing that Abraham and Sarah were really husband and wife. Okay. So the same fear, the same fear that Isaac had was also in his dad. That's why Isaac said, Rebecca is my beautiful sister. Right? Uh, so, well, in a way, they are related, but definitely because they were afraid that they, they were afraid for their own lives. That's why they lied. And many people, right, they lie because they wanted to protect themselves, right? That's why we lie, because we want to protect our image, we want to protect ourselves, we want to protect ourselves from getting hurt and so on. So most often they're not. Alright, okay. So now, I'd like us to I'd like us to look into, into this uh, question and let's try to answer this together. How did Isaac experience the undeniable blessing from the unchanging God in his life? Now, uh, we would look into his journey, and as we look into that, let's read the Bible again. All right, okay. So let's read it in Tatun. Go ahead. Tatun, <laughs> Isaac bahusu licensa ba abimelek ema filistin siranyalirai atunia hela iha aldeia gerar nia halo nune tambanai maromak hatudu ang ona bania dehan or obeleba iha ejitu hela iha raine be hausei hatudu ba o okay let's just stop there so the purpose of Isaac was to also copy what his dad did. Because when there was problem in the land, Abraham also went down to Egypt. 
That's what he did. And so, uh, that was in the mind of Isaac. I want to go to Egypt as well. Maybe there are better pasture lands over that place. But anyone who goes to Egypt had to stop at Gerar to rest. And then the next time, the next day, they would have to travel to Egypt. But then the Lord already spoke to him there in Gerar. Stay in the land. Do not go to Egypt. What was the promise of God to Isaac if he stays in the land? He promised blessings. Let's read on. Go ahead. <laughs> Raine hotu. Lihusi on yajera sound. Nasaun hotu yamundu, say hetan ben sound. Nune hau kumpri ona, hania promesa, ho onia aman, abraham. Okay. The promise first came to Abraham. And now Abraham is dead. But then God said that my promise will be fulfilled through your son Isaac. And then promesa nebe maromak foba abraham, abraham mateti ona. Okay, that promise was spoken to Abraham, but it was never spoken directly to Isaac. Okay. Imagine that. The same God who spoke to your dad is now also speaking to you and telling you whatever I have promised to your father, I'm also going to fulfill it in your life. Now, Abraham's faithfulness to God played a big role for that promise to be continued on. Okay, Imagine that. Parents, I'm speaking to you again. As we continue to obey the Lord, God's promises to us will also be passed down to our children. Those of you who are single people here, when the time comes, your obedience to the Lord will really be passed down to the generations after you. And because of that, blessing shall come to them because you are now obeying God in your life. That's amazing. And what did Isaac do after this? Isaac stayed in the land. Okay. Okay. Can you read it all together? So, how long did he stay there? We're not sure. But he stayed in the land. Okay. Now, my question a while ago was this. How did Isaac experience the undeniable blessing from the unchanging God? 
Unisa ijak experiencia bensao ina nebema la bele nega lihusi maroma knebela muda. Now when he heard God's command, he actually obeyed. Alright. So what did he do? He obeyed God. He actually stayed in the land. Right? Can you read that with me? Isaac stayed in the land in obedience to God's command. What is God commanding you right now? What is God telling you and asking from you? Isaac had an encounter with the Lord and he obeyed God. And as for me, I, I, would, I would rather stay in the land than go out or go somewhere if that is not the will of God for my life. I would always tell the, we call it OFWs in the Philippines or overseas Filipino workers. The reason why Filipinos, they want to go out, by the way, there are about 12 million or uh, Filipinos working outside. Alright? 12 times the size of Timor-Leste. Okay? Their main, their main purpose for working abroad is because of greener pastures. Now, it's okay if you go abroad without your family being left behind. But many times, the families are left behind. Which goes against the design of God for the family to become a unit who's always together through thick and thin. And I guess for Isaac, he was, he, he was with, with his wife and he decided, Lord, I'm going to stay because this is where you want me to be. If I'm going to ask June, if I'm going to ask those who are uh, overseas Filipino workers here, why are they still here? I hope it's because it's the Lord who told them, stay here in the land because this is where I'm going to bless you. Okay? Well, for Kevin, he has already been blessed with a future wife. Right? Because he stayed in the land. <laughs> Now, let's look forward for June, okay? <laughs> Keep staying in the land, bro, okay? <laughs> uh, you see what happened to Tom? He stayed in the Philippines as his land. So now, he's bringing back a girlfriend, okay? All right. Okay. So the thing is, whatever God tells you to do, you go ahead and obey it. Because really, there is blessing in obedience. Now, what else did they do actually? Did he do? No. Okay. So how else did Isaac experience the undeniable blessing from the unchanging God? 
so when he stayed in the land, he had some problems, of course. And one of his problems was what, what, what to say, okay, about this beautiful lady with him. Do I call her my wife or do I call her my sister? That was problem. And of course, you cannot hide anything. You cannot hide forever, right? So what happened when Ahimelech or Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, looked out his window, he saw something that Rebekah and Isaac were doing. Okay? Okay, what were they doing? Sira hakuak malu, right? <laughs> Sira rei malu. Woohoo! <laughs> that's what that's what that's what Ahimelech saw, huh? They said they were sisters and brothers. Why are they doing that? All right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So Hakuak malu and reimalu is only for couples, okay? <laughs> All right. For married people only, okay? Single people, la bele, la lika, hakuak malu, no reimalu, ah? Huh? Okay? <laughs> Lost. <laughs> By my cabin date. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so... <laughs> You're imagining, okay? So when you read the scripture, it's so good to actually just, uh, you call it, uh, you call it sanctified imagination, okay? Okay, of course, he is a farmer, he is a shepherd, so what will he do when he stays in the land? Yes. Yes. So, remember, he, had, he was under the protection now of the king, right? He was under the protection of the king. Because the king said, anyone who touches this man and his wife will be put to death. Okay, remember, this is the same king who took for, her, for himself Abraham's wife and now he's still interested with the, with the son's wife. Imagine that king. See, so I'm not sure how old was the king, but he he protected Isaac because of his decree. And so, what did Isaac do? He started sowing in the land. Okay, okay. so we, we saw that. So the second thing that I'd like us to, to understand, why was God able to bless Isaac? Not only that he was staying in the land, he was also sowing in the land. He lived there, just as if one of those people, mm. one among the people. So when Isaac was, what happened was, God blessed him a lot. Look at this. Ida. When Isaac planted his crops that year, he, he harvested a hundred times, times more grain than, than he planted. planted. 
for the Lord blessed him. He became a very rich man, and his wealth continued to grow. He acquired so many flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle, and servants that the Philistines became jealous of him. How among you have experienced that? When you are, when, when, when you are uh, improving in your life, people around you started to malign you and say bad words about you. That's what man does, right? And people are jealous of the prosperity that some people are having. Okay? But should we do that? We should not do that, right? Because all the more, if our, if our neighbor is prospering, then let it be. Bless him. Continue to pray for him. Continue to rejoice with him that God is blessing him much. Don't be jealous. If, if your neighbor has a new television, don't buy a new television. Okay? If they have a new iPhone, don't buy a new iPhone. Okay? <laughs> All right. I know you have an iPhone, bro. So, <laughs> so please do not, let, let's not be jealous. Look, look at that person next to you. That's your neighbor. All right. Rejoice with him for whatever God is blessing him with. Okay? He's blessing him with, uh, with a new watch, then go ahead. Or he's blessing him with, with what, whatever things. Let's rejoice with him. So, if, if Anna buys a new motorbike, uh, Abigail, please do not buy a new motorbike, huh? Okay. <laughs> but, but the thing is, the thing is, God was blessing this man. And the people in the land are noticing it. Once you continue to obey God, blessings will flow. Okay? We will never be in a place right now where uh, God has blessed us with our home as well, with our, with our own house in the Philippines. Philippines. But when God blessed us that, it was a promise He gave us because we had obeyed Him. So whatever it is that you are believing God for, continue to obey Him, continue to do His will in your life, and that blessing will come soon. Alright? continue you know what, 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 did, uh, what did Isaac do? He planted one seed, one seed, right? And then it turned out to be a hundred more seeds. Can you really count one seed after another? You plant one coffee and then coffee... coffee uh, Coffee harvest comes, you harvest a lot of, a lot of coffee berries at, at the same time. Now, the word hundredfold in the Bible doesn't really mean hundred pieces, okay? The thing is, it has so many zeros, there is no Word for that number. Now, why did I say that? Because 
When God blesses you, you cannot really count it. When God blesses you, it just amazes you, and you tell God, "Lord, just thank you so much. I would never be able to measure your blessings on my life." Okay, because he's there already in the land. He invested. He sowed. Okay, he sowed in the land, and the Lord blessed him a hundredfold. Então primeiro nia hela, também nia responde a maromak nia mandamento. Segundo nia kuda, kania investe e fati neba também também nia tene katak maromak bolu nia atu hela dunia neba. No nia sai ona parte ba. If you read the whole Genesis 26, you'll find that after. After the blessing that Isaac had experienced, people in the land was actually against him. They were against him. And so they wanted them to go away. That's in verse 16. Yeah, you, I don't have that, that scripture, but Genesis 26, 16 to 17 says, Finally, Abimelech ordered Isaac to leave the country. Go somewhere else, he said, for you have become too powerful for us. Now, yeah, Genesis chapter 26, ดีไรเดียนสันอีกุสไมอบีเมเลคฮาเตเตบะอิจักฮุสิกอัมเนียนะซาวน์บาอีฮาฟาตินเซลุกเนียเดฮันตามบาโอไซโอนันโอไซโ
na departamento. And so when I looked at the status of my co-faculty and my and and our staff, I see them that they are not protected. So when here how are sira, how are sira na bema membro ba hia faculdade ba mestre sira, sira la hia proteção. That if we're going to make a union, what will happen is that we will have a strong voice so that we can promote we can promote the I mean the condition we can have a better condition as teachers and staff of that school of that university. Entahon objektivo hari uniau idane tambah tambah wakarak hari buat rumah nabe metin atau nabe hira amikulia emaseluk belerona amininya lian hodi hodi hadiah kondisan nabe mak mestre staff sirah soru ya sekolah nabe. I knew I was a good teacher. Hawatene kata kau mestre dia. But something is happening. The owner of the school doesn't want my presence in that university. I'm becoming a threat to them. Me batruma akontese mak eskola naine la karak how to say mestre haneba. And those so they tried to find ways so that I can be legally uh, expelled from the school. Tasira koko atu buka dala hodi nebe hodi ne habele sayu se eskola ne baho legal. I wanted to stay. God has used me in that place to become an influence to my fellows, uh, to my fellow teachers and staff. I know I'm helping them because we started already a a cooperative for all the teachers and staff. And they wanted me to continue to lead them, so I was there. I wanted to stay. But what happened was God used that situation to tell me it's time for me to leave. I didn't understand. How I didn't understand that, but God had a better plan for me. That's why. And true enough, after five years in that university, I moved to teaching in another university, which gave me and offered me better salary, better conditions, better, better perks. Not lost duni realidade duni katak wenhir hausai husifati neba maroma koferes my house eskola seluk nebe makfo my house salary dia kondisaun dia atuhau hanoring. And I thank God that He had a better plan. So during the time I was seeking the Lord, Lord, what do you really want me to do? I thought you're gonna bless me in this school. Now, do you want me now to move to another university? I stayed for uh, in in the second university for another five years, actually. And just like Isaac, he was also in a situation where he needed to seek the Lord. In fact, that is our third point. God had blessed him because he had learned to seek the Lord. And because he sought the Lord, God demonstrated His presence through His life. So He had to move all His flocks. He had to move all, uh, all everything that He He owns. And so they needed to they needed to find wells, water okay, for the flocks. What happened was the people in the land used to be there were wells dug by his father Abraham. And Because but but the people, since they were jealous, they put uh, they put back earth in those wells. They they what they, they stopped the wells. No, Tambasira Lagosta Isaac, Sirabuka. And so when Isaac came to those places, he had to remove those, those stones, those earths again, so it becomes well for them. 
them. But they needed more. Because now he is even more prosperous than his father Abraham. Remember, he has become so prosperous in the land. And so they started digging new wells. But the first, the first, uh, the first well, the people of the land quarreled with him, said, This is not yours, this is ours. Imagine, you built the poso, and then after that, people would say, that's ours. They didn't pay anything, they didn't labor for anything, they just claimed the finished product. Okay. So, so Isaac said, let me find another one. Then he dug another one. There was another quarrel. And then the third well, Isaac said, Rehoboth. Because there was no quarrel, he said, we will prosper in this place. So now he's away from the king Abimelech, but he's still prospering. And for him, he had a well he calls Rehoboth, and he continued to walk with the Lord and seek him. Now, what happened next? What happened next? What do you think happened next in the story? Some of you are familiar with the story. One day, the king Ahimelech visited him. Okay, go ahead. Let's say this first. Okay, go ahead. So, he honored the Lord. God continued to speak to him. He keeps seeking and following God. Right. Um, let's read that in English. Go ahead. From there, Isaac moved to Beersheba, where the Lord appeared to him on the night of his arrival. I am the God of your father Abraham, he said. Do not be afraid, for I am with you and will bless you. I will multiply your descendants. They will become a great nation. I will do this because of my promise to Abraham, my servant. Then Isaac built an altar there and worshipped the Lord. He set up his camp at that place and his servants dug another well. So as he was seeking God, as he never forget about God, God had really blessed his life. So what happened next is this one. Okay, read it together with me. Okay. 
sira hata agora ami hatene onakatak naimaromak hamutu ko senyor tambane ami hanoin dia kliu itahalo akordu bamalu hodizura dehan imi seila halo at ami nune ami mosla halo at ba imi ami halo diak duni ba imi nemak uluk imi sai hodame husi amne rain agora ami hatene The king realized and now really understood that God had really blessed Isaac. All right? It's not the land. It's not Gerar. Even if it's not in the land of the Philistines, God can bless Isaac. Let's read that in English. Last la, few, uh, few verses left. So one day, King Abimelech came from Gerar with his advisor, Ahuzath, and also Fikol, his army commander. Why have you come here? Isaac asked. You obviously hate me. Since you kicked me off your land. They replied, We can plainly see that the Lord is with you. So we want to enter into a sworn treaty with you. Let's make a covenant. Swear that you will not harm us, just as we have never troubled you. We have always treated you well, and we sent you away from us in peace. And now look how the Lord has blessed you. Clearly, The Lord was with Isaac as he was with his father Abraham. And since he became so powerful that they cannot, they, they became afraid of the presence of Isaac. How will a king be afraid of one man? Of one family. What would Isaac have that made him really afraid? Now I want you to remember that the people, the Israelites, are warriors. Okay? Even in the time of Abraham, They defeated four kings when Lot was taken by them as a, was taken by them uh, as a prisoner. Lot is the, is the nephew of, of Abraham. So clearly, there was a military force as well on the side of Isaac. Because definitely he inherited that from his dad. Right? When Abraham died, of course, the rest of the, the, rest of the wealth of Abraham was passed on to Isaac. Right? Even his fighting men. And so, God had blessed that even more. And so, the king Abimelech had to make a treaty, a peace treaty with him. And the Bible says that Isaac made the pact with Ahimelech. So, three things we've learned today. Of how God had blessed Isaac. The first one is According to God's command, he stayed in the land. Okay? Next, 
he sowed in the land where he stayed. He invested in it. Now all the more he experienced God's blessings after that. But all this time and through his life he was seeking the Lord. And because of that people recognized the presence of God in his life. Right? He demonstrated God's presence. When you go to a place, do people around you start to notice that something is different in your life? It is really because of the presence of God in your life. And as you continue to, to obey God, even if your classmates Neti would try to persecute you, you can demonstrate to them the, the, the presence of God. So stay in the land. Okay, let's read that all together. Those, those okay, let's make it uh let's make it present tense. Okay? Number one. All right. Stay in the land, sow in the land, seek the Lord. Okay, one more time. Stay in the land, sow in the land, seek the Lord. Amen? Let's all stand up. Here's our one-point message today. I want you to understand that obedient faith to God brings good. And submission to God's ways brings blessings. Okay? Amen. Okay, one more time. Can we read it all together? Obedient, Obedient faith, faith to God, God brings, brings good. good. And, and submission, submission to God's, God's ways brings blessings. blessings. Can everybody say amen? Amen. 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 All right. Good. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for giving us such an example of blessings. It is amazing how you followed Isaac with your blessings. Your blessings even overtook him. That's why he became so wealthy. Lord, that is also what you want us to have. The blessings that you have already in store for us. You want every one of us to continue to show to the rest of the people around us that your presence abides with us. Lord, we want to demonstrate your presence to people. And we want to be like Isaac who's not only wealthy but his love for the Lord remained. He was stronger in the Lord through those years. Yes, we see his failings. He, he had his compromises and sins. But because he continued to seek you, you have blessed him beyond his imagination. Lord, thank you for his obedient faith. But it did not only bring him good things, but abundant blessings from you. Who among you wants the abundant blessings of God? It says there, obedient faith. Are you willing to obey God? Are you willing to put your faith on what Christ is telling you to do? 
If you're this person, I want you to raise both of your hands to the Lord. It is a sign of your surrender. You are saying, Lord, not my ways, but your ways. Not my wisdom, but your wisdom. Not my plans, but your plans. Not my will, but your will. Lord, we are surrendering ourselves to you. You are our Lord and our Savior, O Jesus. And just like what you promised to Abraham, that you will bless him so he can be a blessing to others. That promise is also in us already because we are your sons and daughters by faith. And Lord, we are raising up our hands because we know those blessings is upon our lives already. We know that when Christ came to the cross, He took all the bad things, the curses, and everything else that would stop the blessing from flowing in our lives. Jesus, you came that we might have life and might have it to the fullest. And so today we say, why do we just raise every one of us? Let's just raise both of our hands. Lord, we thank you that your promise stands for every one of us. You love each one of us. You have great plans for us. Plans to prosper us and not to harm us. Plans to give us hope in a great future. And this can only be found in Christ. And so today we say, we have Christ in our lives we are saved by grace through faith we are your children and we are born again by the Holy Spirit and so we receive your grace and blessings and we say that we will be a blessing to many you will use us Lord so that others may see the demonstrated gospel in our lives and Father thank you for all your children here our faith is in you Jesus the author the perfecter of our faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Give the Lord a hand.